Hello and welcome into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Thank you for watching us on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel and for listening on New Hampshire Family Radio, WLMW 90.7 FM, Manchester, New Hampshire, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like us on your station, email us at Taryn at WeThePatriotsUSA.org. Honored today to have a special guest. Mr. John Stockton, and yes, that is the NBA Hall of Famer, Mr. John Stockton, who you are probably very familiar with his story. He, too, um, got into controversy in the sports world with masks. He uh, was no longer allowed at the his alma mater basketball games whenever they were going into their deep postseason run due to his stance on masks. So we're going to talk to him about that. You know that our stories uh, collide in that way and that I was let go from the PGA Tour for being denied my religious exemption from masking and testing. We talked to John Root, uh, the TPUSA sports contributor who was fired from Fanatics for uh, a stance that he took on mask. And, um, you know, there's so many different studies that are coming out now showing how they had such a effect on children's learning. They're also tying them to possible miscarriages that happen. We're going to have May Kristen Megan on the show um, in a couple of weeks to talk about the science behind all that. But we are just so excited because John is doing so much now. He is a podcast host and a co-founder of Voices for Medical Freedom. His, his show, Voices for Medical Freedom with Packers O-Lineman, former O-Lineman, Ken Rutgers, his wife, Cheryl, has had a has spoken out about her adverse reactions to the COVID shot. So we're going to dive into all of that today here with John. But first, if you enjoy this episode and all that we are doing here at We the Patriots USA, we ask that you prayerfully give to our 501c3 nonprofit that helps to keep this podcast going. And another way that you can give is by coming out to our national conference in Boise. All of the proceeds go to benefit everything that we are doing here at We the Patriots USA to stand up for our freedoms. Right now, you can use code SECRET50 for 50% off your tickets. James O'Keefe is going to be there. And guess what? We're going to try and get John and Ken out there too to Boise because that is their neck of the woods. So we are excited about this conference. It's a way to give back here at We the Patriots USA. Where do we go from here? Because the battle has just begun. As eyes open, we continue to arm ourselves with the truth in all aspects of our lives, asking questions and relentlessly searching for answers, educating ourselves and forging a new path forward. Hear from real people faithfully pursuing freedom. This is Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA, a nonprofit 501c3 organization working to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. Mr. Stockton, welcome into the show. It's so nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, Taryn. Thank you for all that you are doing um, and being a voice to everyone out there. I know it hasn't been easy for you to step up and step out. And, um, you know, we just love everything that you guys are are doing for, at Voices for Medical Freedom. Well, thanks. It's uh, you, you kind of your hands are tied a little bit. You have to uh, when you when you've studied it and tried to learn about it and to stay silent would be kind of irresponsible. So feel a little bit of obligation in that regard. <laughs> Absolutely. I did as well. I felt a spiritual obligation uh, 
to step out and to stand firm in my beliefs. And I felt an obligation to, to protect my unborn child at the time. And, um, you know, now we're seeing so much coming out and, um, we'll talk about that, like what we're doing now, where do we go from here now? But I do want to dive in a little bit to your story so people can, can learn a brief history of, of what you went through over the past couple years. And, um, you know, we'll start with, some of these headlines that I pulled last night whenever I was prepping for our interview. You and I both come, you obviously in a much high profile, much more high profile uh, stance, but we come from the public eye. We understand, um, you know, scrutiny and that you'll face scrutiny. And when we stepped out, I'm sure you did too. You understood that you were going to get backlash, but it just hits a little bit differently sometimes whenever you see it from your your colleagues and and in the headlines and some of these headlines were just crazy. Look at these, Rucker or Rockets rival John Stockton has dangerous views on COVID vaccines. Um, how did John Stockton become an anti-vax weirdo? And NBA legends blast John Stockton for crazy COVID claims, and they said that a little bit <laughs> with expletives too. How did that make you feel? To, to see those things being written at, written of you at the time when you knew in your gut you were speaking the truth? Well, I should probably admit that I never saw any of them. So looking at, thanks Good. for depressing me today, Taryn. I was uh, <laughs> yeah, I was looking for a doubter today, but- uh, Sorry yeah, I, I brought those up. That's all right. I don't look, back when I was playing the same thing, you don't read your press clippings, good or bad, and you just kind of go on about your business. And uh, my general take on that is when people are, um, willing to step out and put their name on something to say, hey, this guy's crazy or, or he doesn't know what he's talking about. They're they're making a statement themselves that they're going to have to defend at some point in time. I feel very comfortable comfortable defending my position. Uh, put a lot of work into it over a lot of years now, probably you know close to thirty five years. So uh, preceding COVID, you know, having to do with vaccines and 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 our rights as a human being, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I feel really comfortable comfortable with my position. Yes, I agree. I think so many people's eyes have been opened um, to what has been taking place in regards to vaccines and bodily autonomy um, for several years, even before before COVID happened. Um, so that's very interesting. So you were you were on that path before you took your stance at the Gonzaga basketball games. Yeah, it was a slow path. Uh, yeah. we, I've, we have six kids; they're all grown up and adults now, and. Uh, we started by vaccinating according to schedule. And I had a chiropractor with our team chiropractor who I didn't trust at the beginning and uh, thought it was a quack. I was more on the medical side, but little by little, he fixed one thing after another from sprained ankles to colds to, you know, to uh, closer to disease states. And he just fixed them. And I said, wow, there's something to this. And he, as he gained my trust, he said, hey, maybe you want to take a look at not doing vaccines for your I said, Look, you're out of your mind. You know, that's, we don't want our kids to get this, 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 and this. And so he gave me one book. And then I started picking out books on my own and, and reading wherever I could. And to where I stand now, again, I was pretty prepared that, that I don't think vaccines are good for anybody. And uh, in fact, not only are they not good, I think they're unhealthy and they cause problems both immediately and down the line. And I've witnessed them firsthand. Yeah. And, you know, I've had several doctors on here, not just talking about the COVID shots, but the childhood vaccines and the amount of chronic illness that we see in 
and now young adults and adults that, you know, face those vac vaccinations and there's just undeniable epidemic of autism and behavioral disorders um, that, you know, that come around at the same time that they just completely increased and enhanced their vaccine schedule for, for children and school age children. I think it's funny that you mentioned your chiropractor. That is a similar story that I've heard from so many people that their chiropractors gently kind of gave them little hints. Um, so kudos to all those chiropractors out there, uh, slowly bringing the truth to their patients. They've kind of held down the fort a little bit. And I know there's other groups that have as well, but they've stood by and said, look, your body is a great vessel for healing itself. You need to provide the right elements for it, whether that's nutrition or or, or certain treatments, but it's all holistic. It's not drugs. I mean, drug every drug you take is going to hurt your immune system. We know that. I mean, that makes sense. It's petroleum product in most cases, and, and you're just inviting it into your body. It's not food. And uh, I think they've held ground on that. And, and frankly, they've been attacked for it too. They've tried to run them out of um, run them out of popularity, run them out of insurance payments, et cetera, et cetera. So they've held their they've held to their uh, their beliefs pretty well. They have. I agree with that. And yourself as a former professional athlete, a Hall of Fame professional athlete, and then your children who both played uh, college basketball at Gonzaga as well. So they were kind of a part of that modern era of, of athletics that really, you know, talk about nutrition and, and mindful of what you're putting in your body and, and everything. So you you've been a part of that realm in all different phases. And so to me, it just is a natural fit for athletes to be cautious of vaccinations because they are so cautious of everything else that they are consuming and putting in their bodies as a part of their career and their jobs. Well, winning, losing, having a job in, in, the, in the athletics world, it's such a fine line. And you're always looking for that last little edge. And I think a lot of people have looked to, to drugs over the years with disastrous uh, results. Uh, we've seen a lot with the NFL and the, with, you know, guys that have been on steroids and things like that. You've seen what it does to their bodies. But uh, yeah, you're looking for any edge. And when you find people that can do it without side effects, uh, I mean, for example, I, I, my guy that I told you about, he's, he fixes sprained ankles. He's fixed my sprained ankles overnight. It's a six to eight week process by normal. You know, you split it, you protect it, you ice it, da 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 da. da. Um, where they'll reset the will reset the joint, work on the perineal muscles, and you're off and running with a, with a stable ankle. So, uh, and you could say, does that work out, John? He's a quack, but bottom line is, I had a stable ankle and I didn't re-injure it because it was done right and it was done holistically. So, I'm a big fan. Yeah, you're you're a true testament to it, and I think that um, any athlete would want an overnight overnight um, healing, you know, we've seen obviously uh, Major League Baseball guys try to achieve that with with steroid. And you mentioned the NFL to try to achieve that um, healing mechanism through steroids. But, you know, to be able to do it naturally, you'd think that athletes would just be jumping at the bit to to be a part of that. Do athletes, though, have the, um, you know, medical industrial complex kind of pushed in front of them a lot? Well, I, I don't know if it's pushed like that. I mean, certainly every, every pro team, every college team, I think has a medical staff. They have a trainer and they're, they're, 
I mean, these are good people. <laughs> they're, Absolutely. They're good people that donate their time, they're, they're all their knowledge, and they're they're offering everything, everything they can to help this team and you succeed as an individual. So it's really hard to complain. On the other hand, their training is all through the medical background. Mm -hmm. uh, it comes from medical schools, which uh, we now know how academia has been involved with, with the Fauci stuff and how he how he directs where the research goes. Um, they are taught certain ways and that's not what the, the holistic way is. So that, I think that fell apart right in the early 1900s when we went to allopathic care versus the holistic care. And it's uh, there, there's a price to pay for that. And that's your long-term health. It's possibly, as you meant, you're talking about reproductive issues. There's a lot of those going on with the uh, current with the current vaccines. And uh, I don't think you can ever take your eye off that ball for very long. Absolutely. And we'll talk about, you know, ways that we can move forward in this in the athletic arena and so forth here toward the end of the interview. But I kind of want to capture right now what state we are in with the health of athletics um, because of these COVID shots that have been around. You took a lot of flack for going on Michelle Tafoya's show and and proclaiming that there have been so numerous, numerous, numerous so just shockingly amount of number of athletes that have been dropping dead. I think many Americans haven't really seen that because it happened so much over in Europe on the soccer pitch. And a lot of people weren't seeing it, but, and they're kind of being hidden throughout the headlines, but I have a few that I've pulled. I have a viewer, uh, Jay Starkey, who likes to send me these. So shout out to him who sends me these headlines, but we just see headline after headline of footballers and athletes um, that have been dropping over dead, dead or died suddenly. The term that they are that they are using due to cardiac arrest and and things like that. We're seeing young young uh, high schoolers, kids in their teens and twenties going into cardiac arrest on the the court or what have you. And we're also seeing. Uh, various blood clots. We're seeing lots of headlines about blood clots happening, you know, across the NFL, uh, you know, international soccer and things like that. And of course, we've seen cardiac arrests on the football field, obviously, most notably DeMar Hamlin and his cardiac arrests. You took a lot of flack for speaking out about that. Um, but the numbers really do support what you were saying. And so I would like to play a clip really quick from a former interview that I did with Ed Dowd, who is just pouring in to all of the numbers surrounding COVID vaccines in general and athletes. So let's listen to that real quick. And just to put some numbers on this, uh, there was a study that uh, was done called the Lusane study that analyzed sudden athletic deaths over 38 years. And globally, there were about 29 a year on average, 29, all over the globe. Uh, we're lucky if we get a month, we'd be lucky if we got a month since 2021 with 29 sudden athletic deaths. There's, there's upwards of 90 to 100 a month sometimes, even more. And they, they seem to be accelerating at a pace that we haven't seen. And that's just sudden athletic deaths. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty telling the numbers that Ed is speaking about. Do you, as someone who's been around athletics, forever you know we hear occasionally someone going into cardiac arrest but have you ever felt or seen anything like this no never uh and i got when i started that I was came right after the mask issue with gonzaga i did an interview and i was called you know 
lot of names by factcheck.com. That's what the newspaper did to check it. And so again, they have to they have to put their name on it, so to speak, to say, and they got to defend it later. They can't. And I, I said there was 150 athletes at that time. It was well over 300 at that time. It's well over a thousand now. These are peak peak athletes, best shape of their lives, great youth, everything. And they're dropping dead on the field. And that's kind of the tip of the iceberg. I mean, we, uh, you can probably see Ed Dowd's book back there, Cause Unknown. It's a phenomenal book with QR codes. And you can actually do what you just did is check all these names and get the official data. You can get the official newspaper article, the da-da-da-da-da. It's, it's um, phenomenal what's happening out there. And it's the tip of the iceberg. So Ed's a numbers guy. You know, he's not a medical guy. It's not about health for him. It's strictly about the numbers. So in that book, he has he has all cause mortality for all the working age, 15 to 55. And uh, the deaths and, and um, disabling that's happening since the vaccine, there's only one key event that's happened, and it's the what they call the vaccine. So uh, it, it's really a great book. You should, everybody should grab it if you haven't. Um, cause unknown. But it's a lot of folks out there, and, and that's not even counting. I said tip of the iceberg. It's not counting birth issues. Uh, you mentioned it, miscarriages, uh, stillborn births, uh, losing babies entirely. You know, it's um, not being able to get pregnant. So there's a lot of reproductive stuff that we won't know for 20 years, and they're just ignoring it. They are, and we won't even, even maybe the repercussions after that for, um, you know, this next generation that maybe, you know, were born and everything was fine, but maybe they don't have uh, the same amount of ovaries that they should have been born with because of um, because of, of the shot. And, you know, let's talk a little bit about because you have witnessed firsthand with your partner on your podcast um, with Ken Rutgers and his wife, Cheryl. How is she doing right now? First, about the same. Um, she was, she suffers from Guillain-Barre and that's a, a paralysis. Uh, I think it comes in a lot of different areas and she's still suffering mightily from it. Another one, we, we did the podcast with a, uh, Brianne Dressen. Um, mm -hmm. she was part of the initial test groups and her husband was, is a biochemist, big time biochemist was part of the other side. He's part of the guys doing the tests mm -hmm. and they're acknowledging these damages. She's, she's, um, irreparably damaged to where she can't even function really as a, as a wife and a mother, the way she likes to, and she's a young gal. So um, there, there's plenty of people out there just begging to be heard and we're trying to get them heard, but, uh, but it sure doesn't seem like people want to hear it. Why do you say that people don't want to hear it? What kind of reactions are you still continuing to get, even though, you know, the information is readily available out there now? Oh, I think we lost. John froze up on us here for a second. Let's see if we can get him back. Thank you all for your patience. We're going to see if John joins us here again. There he is. There Wait, he is. I don't know what happened, but there we are. Get there straight. we are. Hey, they. right as you said, people don't want to hear it. Um, you, <laughs> you went... Uh, you, you froze, which may or may not be a coincidence. Uh, who knows? But um, 
you know, why do you feel that despite that there is so much information now and we're seeing so many people come forward with the injuries and the hurt that they've undergone, why do you think that there is still so much pushback? It's certainly bigger than me. Uh, you know, you want to say it's it's money and that can certainly be traced. Um, it can be traced to uh, again, Anthony Fauci being the real. If you, if you read it, um, Robert Kennedy's book, The Real Anthony Fauci, you get a real understanding of how that system works, how the CDC is is in partnership with the phar- pharmaceuticals rather than a watchdog, similarly with the FDA, NAIH, and the WHO. And those guys have all been wrong from day one on, on literally everything they've said. If you've gone opposite, you've been healthier. So, um, but those are big numbers. I mean, a pharmaceutical company will make $60 billion on these vaccines. They'll make $550 billion in subsequent years treating all the illnesses that those vaccines have caused. So there's plenty of money out there. There's power involved. There's control involved. But to be honest, I'm just a humble ex-athlete that, that, that uh, I don't know. I don't play in those realms very much. So those are the big boys talking, and I don't know what their whole mission is. It, what is your take on the big boys and following the money with how the lockdowns happen subsequently right as the I mean the NBA was kind of one of the league was the league that basically started all of this I mean I'll never forget I was working for the PGA tour at the time you know that day after they had athletes testing positive the NBA they shut down Trump comes on and gives a um, you know, national statement, President Trump at the time gives a national statement. And then the very next day, the PGA Tour um, cancels the Players' Championship. It was such a domino effect, but um, the NBA started it. And the NBA, we all know, has big ties to China. And China was already locking down its population for months and months and months um, before that happened. So how is, is it hard to deny that that connection or to look past that connection for the control that China may have had and what the NBA did? Boy, China sure keeps coming up in every conversation that I'm reading. Again, I don't I don't I don't move around in the political world very much, but it sure seems like they've got their hands in a lot of things. And it might even be a, an attack on our, on our country, like a, an actual war type event. But uh, yeah, we we've been at ground zero a little bit. My Utah Jazz is where that started. It was uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, right before a game, one of the two stars uh, tested positive, and he was feeling fine and was going to play and survive, no ill effects, mm-hmm. and that shut the whole league down. And then the the NC2As jumped in. The NC2As is a little bit more explainable because they're connected to universities who receive grants, who reserve receive grants for research. And maybe their hands were tied a little bit. Who knows what, where the purse strings were and, and what hand they didn't want to bite, the hand that feeds them. So uh, you see that. You mentioned the PGA, the NFL. I mean, one after the other, they all dropped like dominoes without any additional evidence. I mean, they didn't look into the fact that those two guys never got sick. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. never got sick. They were going to play just like all of us do when we were sick. We just go ahead and play. They were going to play without problem. And uh, that was all lost. And the hysteria was joined in. So this was a plan, the uh, the plan of the fear, the plan of the shutdowns, the governments. I mean, our state of Washington, the, the they were all over shutting down and putting people out of business. Uh, our governor has been has ex- exceeded his powers uh, at such a level; it's unfathomable. So 
uh, yeah, I feel like I'm ground zero at a lot of that. You are. You're right there um, in the heart of that part of the country that, you know, um, is it even totally back to normal there uh, in the Washington area? And, you know, it feels like we're all on eggshells that we're just waiting for the next time that they exercise their uh, tyrannical powers. Yeah, our governor took that off the charts. Again, he they, they were going to mm -hmm. shut down for, what, two weeks to, to flatten the curve. And two years later, he still has power. He has dictatorial power and he's still using it. He we're closing it down or he's going to shut it down. COVID ends in another month in yeah. Washington state. And he's going to, before that, put the money that he's received to meet out to the people that he's put out of business. He's going to find a way to delegate, what's it, delegate to distribute that money mm -hmm. um, while he still has the power to do so. Cause we're still under emergency, uh, emergency youth powers, use powers. So crazy. That's is that is just so crazy here um and almost it's almost summer of 2023 here um but i want to remind people of your organization and of your show voices for medical freedom you can follow them on twitter at v 4MD Freedom, and you can catch him at voicesformedicalfreedom.com. He has a show, Voices for Medical Freedom, with former Packers offensive lineman Ken Rutgers, whose wife Cheryl um, has been speaking out about her reaction that she had to her first dose of the Moderna shot just four days afterward. And um, now that we are trying to move forward and and pass this fear, what are your goals and what are you guys um, working on at Voices for Medical Freedom? Well, it's funny. You can't you see what the CDC is doing. We see what the FDA, the WHO, they're trying to gain sovereignty over our country by being able to declare the next pandemic and then have control over everything. So the fight's just kind of starting. So what we would like to move on, we'd like to say, hey, COVID is behind us and all of the the evil that was done by our government, by our business, you know, by people in charge, our health districts, but we can't ignore it because they keep coming back with the next one, even now in the face of all the damage done by the vaccines, which they can't deny. And they're even admitted to it at higher levels. Uh, they're sticking with it. So we'd like to move on, but we can't. And then there's the element of freedom. And that's really what our, we're, we're really hanging our hat on is we've given up freedoms and we bill of rights freedoms, you know, founding parts of our country, we've given up those freedoms and allowed people to take them from us as individuals. Uh, they have no right to make us take a poison. They have no right to test us without our uh, without our permission. They have no, they haven't done any of the informed consent rules that have been in place since Nazi Germany. Uh, there was a reason for that. And it's it was determined by the world that this is an evil that cannot be, that cannot continue. And those doctors were executed for their crimes, for experimenting on those, on those people. So, uh, so freedom is our deal. And uh, it starts with medical freedom. We have the right, the autonomy to our own bodies, no matter what, no matter, there's no place in the constitution, the bill of rights that uh, accounts for pandemics changing it. There's no exceptions in other words. Uh, and yet they found exceptions and we just can't have it. And not if we enjoy freedom and if we enjoy the country that we grew up with. Are you focusing to then um, that is, you know, the overarching what we're all joined together. And it's an honor to be joined together with you in, in that greater mission. 
are you and Ken focusing, I know your podcast, you guys have had people of all walks, but you have had a lot of people in the sports realm too, that have been standing up. Are you trying to focus too on achieving that, uh, those freedoms for athletes, obviously college athletes, um, you know, some, some, uh, sports leagues have players unions where the players can join together. Um, and take a stand. But, you know, those college athletes, I really do feel bad for. I would have numerous, especially girls golfers, um, because of the, you know, line that I was in would, would message me and say, I don't want to get this shot. I don't know. I want to be a mom someday. I don't know what this is going to happen do to me, but I have to do this in order to be able to play college golf. So they would go through and do it. Many were saying my menstrual cycles haven't been the same since. I mean, these are girls in their teens and twenties telling me about this. These college athletes just seem to be, um, so in chains by the university. Um, not to say that pro athletes aren't with their teams, but they do have a, a little bit more power. I feel like than these college athletes. Yeah, they don't really have much say. I, but they do. I mean, from the get-go, back in 2021 when the rock came, I said, listen, we're, we need to all lock arms. Yep. You know, If they're, they're going to say you can't fly, for example, that was my first mindset. You can't fly unless you carry a vaccine card that says you're vaccinated. I said, well, what we all need to do is lock arms outside the airport, said, fine, then nobody's flying. Yeah. And had we done that, this would be gone. Had we threw our phones down and say, we're not dealing with the information that we're getting, that's all false, this would be done. So everybody has the right and ability to say no, even a high school athlete, even a college athlete, you have it and you might have to suffer consequences. This isn't, people aren't going to give us our freedom back easily. You're go, we're going to have to fight and give up something for it. And I think the more people do, and if everybody does this, is fine, then all of us are out lock arms because it's not right to force it on anybody. Even if you agree that the shot is good for you, if you think that injection is going to save your life and save grandma's life, God bless you. You, you take the shot, but even a reasonable person on that side of the fence should be able to say, look, but you shouldn't have to, if you don't want to, I mean, that's, that's our human rights. So it's a huge deal, Taryn. And I, I don't, you know, I mentioned it before, but I don't think we can give up on this fight. It's not going to be easy. I love that you um, gave encouragement to young athletes out there. Um, I think that that's really important. And all the encouragement that you and Ken are doing through your mission at Voices for Medical Freedom, we appreciate that. We want to get you guys out to our event in Boise, June 2nd and 3rd. One last reminder, you can use that code SECRET50 for 50% off your tickets to our We the Patriots USA National Conference at wethepatriotsusa.org. We are going to do everything we can to get Ken and John out there to our national event and to hear more about what Voices for Medical Freedom are doing. Thank you so much, John, for, for everything. Oh, my pleasure. And by the way, that's a great lineup there. We're looking forward to being out there. We're not ready to commit yeah. just yet in terms of being able to do it, but want to be a part of that group, That's that would be fun just to be part of it. So thanks for the invite. Absolutely.